Welcome to the Kaleidoscope of Possibilities, Alternative Perspectives on Mental Health. My name is Dr. Adriana Popescu. I'm a licensed clinical psychologist and leader in the field of mental health, energy psychology, addiction, trauma, and empowerment. In this podcast, we will be exploring mental health from a variety of perspectives, from the spiritual to the shamanic and beyond. What if mental illness isn't everything we think it is? What if everything we see as a pathology is actually a possibility? What else is possible with mental health? Hi everyone, Dr. Adriana Popescu here with another episode of Kaleidoscope of Possibilities, Alternative Perspectives on Mental Health. I have today as my guest, Tom Palladino. He is a scalar energy researcher based in Florida. And scalar energy is the fundamental life force found everywhere in the world, space, and universe. It originates from the sun and stars. It's also known as chi, prana, om, mana, life force, pyramid energy, or zero point energy. He theorized that all energy in the universe initiates a scalar energy and that the sun of our solar system and the stars of the universe are the points of origin or storehouses for scalar energy. He's further theorized that scalar energy is instructive energy as the entire universe is instructed by this divine essence. Subsequently, all spiritual, cognitive, emotional, and physical action in the universe is initiated and maintained by scalar energy instructions. Scalar energy provides order in the universe. So I'm really excited to see how this conversation will go. Welcome, Tom. <laughs> Thank you for the invitation. Great to be here, doctor. Yeah. So I always like to start off with a little bit about your story. Tell us how you got into this work. Now, it was Nikola Tesla. Um, I studied Nikola Tesla when I was young, and I was really intrigued by his work. And I said to myself, there's such merit in what this great scientist is doing. Uh, and I, it came to my attention, he was working with scalar energy in the latter part of his life. That's why his inventions are so incredible. And frankly, nobody's been able to duplicate his inventions because nobody is working with scalar energy, with the exception of a very few researchers. So I decided upon a career in scalar energy and not electrical energy. And I'm happy to say that scalar energy is, is the future. It's, it's the new and upcoming technology that's going to change the world. Wow. So tell us more about it, because I don't think most people even have heard of scalar energy, much less know what it is. What is it? How is it different from electromagnetic energy? Some synonymous terms for scalar energy would be chi or consciousness, zero point energy. Some people call it pyramid energy or life force energy. It's the other energy. So there's two energies. It's very simple. You either have scalar energy or electromagnetic energy. There's only two energies in the universe. The initial energy from the sun and the stars is scalar energy. It's, it's a perpetual energy. That's why the sun and the stars never burn out. What gives the, the sun and the stars their luminosity, their energy, their heat? It's scalar energy. That's, this is the never fading, never, never ending source of, of, so to speak, power of the universe is scalar energy. So it truly is the, the life force energy of the universe. And very simply, electricity and magnetism are a subset or a derivative of scalar energy. It's so simple. So the stars of the universe produce, create, uh, broadcast scalar energy, and then invariably that scalar energy will degrade into electricity and magnetism. It's that simple. So we also have this energy then in our bodies, right? Yes, we do. 
exactly, exactly. It's everywhere. It's again, scalar energy is sunlight or starlight. And I say this frequently to people, we're very well familiar with scalar energy. We just haven't put a, a, a handle on it, so to speak. We, we haven't quite understood that there's two distinct energies. So yes, we are composed of scalar energy. Our, the thoughts that we have are really scalar waves. Our heartbeat is, is governed by a scalar wave or a scalar instruction. Our, our molecular bonds, what holds us together, what holds together matter, molecular intelligence is scalar intelligence. And once we come to that understanding that scalar energy serves as the instructions of the universe, everything, everything receives instructions from scalar energy, then we will see that scalar energy uh, brings order out of chaos. Without scalar energy, you have a chaotic uh, universe. With scalar energy, you have, you have order, you have structure. Just like we have in our bodies, as many of the podcast, you know, viewers and listeners know, we have uh, chi that runs through meridians or through chakras, and those are organized uh, pathways, right? Or concentrations of energy. We could say that it's an ordered way that energy flows through our bodies, right? Exactly, exactly. And I, I believe that the seven chakras are composed of scalar energy. And the, that the pathway, so to speak, of psychological health in the future will come by way of scalar energy. If our brain waves and our seven chakras are, are created or animated by scalar energy, then why not use the tool scalar energy to, cor to correct and, and recalibrate those brain waves in the seven chakras? Yeah. So from your perspective, right, looking through this particular lens, what would you say then is creating the imbalances, right? Because we're born with these systems that right. are designed to function correctly and in this ordered kind of way. What happens you're, to people? You're, you're right. Le left in that quintessence, we're perfect. Our yeah. brain waves are perfect. Our seven chakras are perfect. You know, that, that's the way the creator made us. It's our environment or it's, it's our life experiences that will adversely affect our seven chakras. And I firmly believe that the seven chakras, once they're in harmony, and once those seven chakras are in alignment, you're going to achieve not only better, what I would call psychological mental health, but also physical health. So we all, I call it a pattern body, a pattern body. Everybody has that pattern body that God created. And when you stay within that, within that motif, within that theme, that design, everything is perfect. It's when you go out of that, that you have disorder. So the seven chakras in, in, in our mind, all created by God, bring us order, bring us harmony. And anytime you step out of that order, you have the disorder, you have the chaos. Mm -hmm. And I work a lot with people who have um, addiction and trauma issues. And I'm thinking about trauma in particular. And now that we're understanding kind of more about the science of it and how it impacts not just the body, mind, and spirit, but the energetic systems of the body. Yes. It yes. seems like trauma is a major disruptor of these natural energetic patterns, rhythms. Um, you gave them a, a specific name, these pattern, you said pattern, pattern body, pattern body, pattern body, right, exactly. So can you say anything about that? Like what you've learned about how trauma impacts this? Sure. You know, we, we look at it holistically, as you have done, and the soul, mind and body, they all report to one another. They, and this is, if you will, a... a uh, it's not a disparate body, soul, mind, and body. It's all unified. So we've seen so many times that people have physical trauma. 
that could lead to um, some type of emotional distress or vice versa. Emotional trauma that produces a physical illness. Why? They both report to one another. It's all one. So you cannot just heal the body. You have to heal the soul and the mind with it. And that's what I think scalar energy is going to prove that, yes, this will provide physical healing, but also mental, emotional healing and spiritual healing. That It all goes together. It all ties together. You, you cannot separate a person and just say just the physical body or, or just, or just the, the, the mental constitution. Everything is, is to be tied in. So it's really a holistic approach. Why am I so emboldened by my research and the research of other scalar energy researchers? Because this is a new technology that automatically incorporates all those concepts. In other words, scalar energy, if it's the life force energy of the universe, automatically addresses the spiritual, the cognitive, the emotional, the physical. Okay, you don't have to program scalar energy. It's already been programmed. So this is the ultimate healing tool, right. the ultimate healing tool. And it, as opposed to say computer programming or, or a certain type of surgery, you know, that we, have, we have many people who have incredible skills, but the beauty of scalar energy, the skill set is within. You don't tell scalar energy what to do. It's God's energy. God knows what to do. So now this makes me wonder when we are doing, those of us that do hands-on energy work, whether it's Reiki or any number of other modalities, are we actually invoking or channeling that energy as part of our healing. Exactly, exactly. People with healing hands, that's scalar energy that's coming, that's emanating from their hands. So there really is a science to healing hands or to some people who have the, the, the ability to heal by word or by thought. Why? Because the spoken word is really a scalar energy emanation. Your, your brain waves, your thinking is a sense of a scalar energy propagation, a scalar energy wave. So we see that scalar energy carries instructions. It can also carry healing instructions by way of healing hands or by way of, of a mental prayer. Mm -hmm. So now all of this is starting to tie together and we see the world of consciousness is real. We see that the world of prayer and consciousness really are, are traveling partners, if not the same thing. And, and the energy that undergirds all of those operations is scalar energy, not necessarily electromagnetic energy. So scalar energy is the, the consciousness of the universe. It's the mind of God. So now let's get a little sciencey with it. So how does, for people who understand more about, you know, the electromagnetic frequencies, infrared, the visual, ultraviolet, right? We, we've heard of these microwaves, radio waves. We've heard of all that in the electromagnetic field. And there are, you know, waves of different frequencies and amplitudes. How is scalar energy different? Very good. Um, scalar energy does, does not observe any frequency. It's non-Hertzian. It, there's no frequency to it. Meaning what? <clears throat> it doesn't travel from one point to another. Or there's no cycles per second. As uh, To the contrary, scalar energy is all pervasive. It's all pervading. So you, you don't have to take a scalar wave, a scalar signal, and, and transfer it over a distance. It's already there. What do I mean? It's, it's the matrix of the universe, or it's the blanket of God, or it's the mind of God. So scalar energy is omnipresent. It is omnipresent. It's everywhere all the time. Whereas as opposed to electromagnetic energy, you ha it has to travel from one point to another. Well, what am I saying? Scalar energy overcomes distance. It overcomes 
in space and time. It overcomes space because it's everywhere. You cannot confine it to one space. It's everywhere. So this really is the universal consciousness that we're looking for. This is why this is a superior type of information system. Electricity, electromagnetic energy carries information, but it's limited. Scalar energy can carry an infinite number of instructions instantaneously. It's unlimited. It really seems like we're in quantum physics kind of territory here, yes, right? Or the quantum world, right? It is. It's the quantum world. And you have to consider it. There's two definitions of, of physics. There's an electromagnetic definition, which is real, very valid. And then there's a different definition of physics because it's a different dimension, which is scalar energy or quantum physics. Yeah. Quantum physics is not electricity. They're two separate thoughts. Right, exactly. And um, yeah, I'm reminded of the term Einstein coined, spooky action at a distance. Is yes, it, yes. Albert Einstein could never quite wrap his, his head around it, at least not early in his career, as opposed to Tesla. Tesla knew that there was two energies. Keep in mind, Tesla began his career with electricity, elect, uh, AC electricity. And later in his career, he he really, uh, if you will, segued into scalar energy, and he, he never uh, really uh, looked back, so to speak. All of his inventions, the latter part of his life, were principally scalar energy inventions. So he was no longer interested in AC electricity. And going back to your statement, uh, Einstein said uh, action at a distance. <clears throat> and on account of the fact that most of his career, Einstein was only only considering electromagnetic energy, he could not explain action at a distance, which is a scalar energy phenomenon, which is of the quantum realm or the quantum dimension. So you have to have two understandings of reality, both are real, because each is separate and each accounts for different principles, different uh, laws are observed by each dimension. Mm -hmm. And it really seems like there was a period of time where, you know, Tesla's work was sort of left by the wayside and, and we went with this sort of more, um, the mechanical, you know, physics and, and non-quantum physics. And now there's been sort of, it seems to me, at least a resurgence in research, at least in that realm yes. of really now studying, like, how is it that we can pair two electrons and then separate them and do something to one and then the effect of the other is fell across time and space, right? We have research now that's showing evidence that this is a real phenomenon, um, but I don't know if we've really worked, you know, if science has really worked it all out yet. No, they've not. And the reason they've not is because they fail to see that there's two energies and hence there's two definitions of reality. Once you realize that, that electricity and magnetism is one way of looking at the universe, but it's only one of the dimensions. And if you negate or you ignore the other dimension, then you only have, so to speak, half the equation, half of the understanding of the universe. If there's two energies, then there's two explanations for all, all physics. And then they could exist together, that they're not yes separate, right? I, I, I see that's the big downfall of science today they think this is a competition it's not right. it's not a competition and, and we're we're not trying to negate electromagnetic energy and, and I don't know why anybody would try to negate the thought or the theory of scalar energy both are real let's deal with reality mm -hmm. yes so tell us a little bit about the technology you've developed, right? You're actually using technology to kind of harness this uh, scalar energy for healing. Yeah, yeah. 
I have scalar energy instruments and I've modeled those off um, from two inventors, uh, Nikola Tesla and an American inventor by the name of Galen Hieronymus. So in many ways I've copied their work. These are indeed functioning scalar energy instruments. They do not broadcast electromagnetic energy. They broadcast scalar waves. And one of the ways I can prove that, Doctor, I work with people with these scalar energy instruments by way of their photograph. In other words, a photograph of a person carries their signature. A photograph of a person has a scalar energy signature embodied upon a photograph. And what does that mean? That means that, that their quantum field or their scalar energy force field is connected to a photograph. So I never work with people or animals in person, so to speak. I only work in the quantum field, which is the, the realm of thought or the realm of intuition in this scalar energy dimension outside, if you will, of the electromagnetic spectrum. Mm -hmm. So this is really doing healing. You're able to work with people to create healing from a distance, which we know yes. it's like prayer at a distance. I mean, this is this has been a well-documented you know, phenomenon for a while. Um, we just haven't maybe fully understood how it works. And like we said, science isn't quite there yet. Um, so it's interesting. How did that come to you to do it that way versus to do it, uh, you know, maybe by applying an instrument to a person or animal in person? How the how did the photograph idea come to you? You know, my predecessor is a man by the name of Galen Hieronymus. He actually developed scalar energy instruments, and he was working with those instruments back in the uh, 40s and 50s. He actually secured a U.S. patent, and he worked almost exclusively with photographs, but back then it was a, a Polaroid or, or some type of a 35 uh, millimeter. Anyway, today we're working with emailed photographs. Anybody around the world can email me a photograph and their paper carries, captures their signal. A photograph captures their scalar energy force field. Now, with that in mind, I can access a person by way of their emailed photograph. So I can't claim to be the originator of that, but I'm perfecting the technique. It was Galen Hieronymus, this incredible American inventor who, who developed this process back in the 40s and perfected it in the 50s and 60s. And it's, it's very real. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it just reminds me of even when you look at a photograph of somebody, you can immediately get sort of this energetic download, if you will, um, or an animal, actually. Um, get this information about them, right? You just get this intuitive sense. This is somebody who's sad. Um, you know, when I was looking, I always adopt a cat. And when I was looking at all the photographs of cats, you know, on, on these adopt cat websites, it was like, I could get a download about what had happened to that cat, the traumas it had been through, um, you know, what their previous owners had done with them and all kinds of stuff. So we have this ability already to intuit that energy, right? Yes, yes, we do. Yes, we do. It's, it's innate. All of us have that, that gift. Of, and, and if you pay attention to it and you can hone it, many people can hone it and perfect it by prayer or meditation. It's very real. Now, leave no doubt about this. Scalar energy is, is the very cause of our human thinking. If we did not have scalar energy, we could not think. Scalar energy is the cause of our emotions. It's the cause of our feelings. So, you know, all of this is instructions or intelligence, whether, you, whether it's a cognitive intelligence or emotional intelligence, all of this is really some type of, some, some type of a life force energy. And I'm saying that it is scalar energy.
and that some people have the ability to, to read a photograph or to interpret a photograph, or some people have the ability to see a person and to understand the trauma that they've been through. Now, that you could call that psychic ability, but really the, the fundament of that is the ability to tap into that scalar energy information system and to understand somebody by way psychically or by way of scalar energy interpretation. Yeah, it's just information, right? It like, is. It, it, it is. To explain it, to, especially the non-sciencey types, you know, is I think the simplest way to explain it is that energy carries information and that we have the capacity to utilize that information for intuitive, you know, to get a sense about things and also to then change those things, right? To use um, that same awareness or in this case, you know, like a machine being able, an instrument being able to, to then use that energy to actually change what is wonky and balanced in the bad information, if you will, I hate to call it that, but the misinformation perhaps that's locked in someone's energy field. Would that be a fair way to yeah, say it? Yeah, I, I agree with your statement. You know, the, the bottom line is this, any action, whether it's, it's spiritual a cognitive or physical has to have an instruction. Okay. You have to have an intelligence behind all action. It's scalar energy. Scalar energy is the animating force then of all action. So consider what we've tapped into. A scalar energy instrument allows you to tap into that universe, that dimension of instruction. It's divine intelligence. That's why this is so important. This, this is the game changer, frankly, that the world has been waiting for. Scalar technology Will, will change the course of human history. So tell us a little bit more then about some of the specifics with your mm -hmm. instrument and what it, because I know um, I've been part of uh, a trial with, with you as well. Um, and you have different programs that the instrument, um, different types of scalar energy maybe, or different, tell me more about like different instructions that you're giving the machine to then broadcast, so to speak, to the individual, sure. right? Yeah. There are different instructions, very good. So <clears throat> I have one instrument that I can instruct to break down the molecular bonds of a virus. What do I mean? Well, <clears throat> a, virus, a virus is held together by a molecular bond and my instrument can be instructed to negate, to break down that molecular bond. What happens to the virus? It breaks apart, it falls apart, it's disassembled. I believe that the term that would be used in the scientific field is transmutation, meaning you change one molecular form into another molecular form. And you don't do that by brute force, you do that by instruction. You simply instruct, say, the herpes virus to break down, to negate its molecular bonds. So the herpes virus is reduced to smaller harmless proteins. Mm -hmm. Now I do all of that by way of a person's photograph. So this is an instructional matter. This is all informational. It's non-physical. I have other instruments that can create, say, vitamins and minerals. How do we do that? Well, we take the existing elements that are found in the human body, and we just rearrange those elements and proteins into, say, vitamin C. Or we rearrange those elements and proteins in, into amino acid. Now, all of that is done by way of instructions. Again, there's no brute force here. So I have an instructional instrument that can break down what's harmful, viruses, bacteria, toxins, or I can create a micronutrient. Mm -hmm. Now, 
All of that is done by way of these instruments. It's a simple, straightforward approach. The, the instrumentation is very sophisticated, but the, the process is very straightforward. And it's really a guaranteed process because I'm working with, with energy, which is fundamental that observes the, the laws of, of science. And in so doing, I can guarantee the breakdown of the herpes virus, or I can guarantee the, the creation or the assemblage of amino acid. Now consider that's those statements to, to guarantee the destruction of a virus or to guarantee the creation of an amino acid or an, another micronutrient. Well, that's, that's part of the game-changing uh, techniques that I'm speaking of with scalar energy. You can achieve that readily with scalar energy. You cannot achieve that easily with electromagnetic energy. Right, right. So tell us then about some of the results that you've seen with people who've had these treatments. Okay, I, I, I think it's very topical because I'm, I continue to work with an HIV uh, AIDS clinic in Delhi, India. And there's thousands of people who belong to this clinic in, in uh, Delhi, India, and they send me photographs. Now, remember, I've, I don't work with people in person. I only work with their quantum field on a photograph. And everybody that I've worked with in this, this, uh, this uh, HIV AIDS clinic in Delhi, India, they're feeling better. And some people have gone as far as to have test results or have examinations from their physician or their, their, their nurse or their clinic, and their health has improved. And the test results are coming back showing no viral load. There's no viral load whatsoever of HIV. Now, I believe that the scalar energy instrument has produced that, that correction, that scalar energy has improved their health. But it's, it, it cannot be proven from the electromagnetic standpoint because I'm not working with electricity. So if I'm ever gonna improve my, prove my work, it will have to be specifically from the scalar energy dimension and how scalar energy can act upon a photograph and improve someone's health. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, at best we could do maybe before and after yes. reports or like you say, measure their levels yes. of different white blood cells or whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Have, have you considered doing research like that, even if it's kind of rudimentary? Yeah, it is rudimentary. That's the proper word. And I do have before and after tests from people around the world. But keep in mind, those test results could be considered anecdotal by way of the, the current rigorous scientific protocol. And I'm okay with that. Now, mind you, this is a new science. So it, it, it calls into, into question into the observance of a new way of testing. Okay? You cannot test a scalar energy result by electromagnetic energy. I'm not trying to make this difficult, I, but it's, it's kind of patent. It's kind of obvious to me. Mm -hmm. So this new science begs a new definition of reality and it begs new testing. Right. Like a new uh, paradigm, a new science. Yes. We have the scientific model, you know, that's we have this sort of gold standard, the double blind randomized study, but that might not be applicable. It's not study. applicable. It's, right. it's very good it's because all of that is couched within Newtonian physics. Right. I never work with Newtonian physics. So all of those tests and all of that theory and all of those randomized tests are fine according to, to the, the current knowledge of physics. I don't work with that level of physics. I work with a different dimension. 
Yeah, yeah. And there's very few, there are some, but the, but there are very few scientists looking at that, right? I'm, I'm reminded of, of IONS, the Institute of Noetic Sciences, right? And some of their work and uh, Dr. Dean Rady has, you know, I think done some more of this, uh, Rupert Sheldrake, some of you folks, right? Are also yes. kind of looking at the morphogenetic field and things like yes. that. And yeah. just, phenomenon, as you said, right? Yeah, to, to speak about Rupert Sheldrake, years ago, he, he um, mentioned or coined the term morphic field, meaning what? It's an it's morphic field is an intelligence field, some type of predetermined intelligence that that decides upon a body, a physical body or, or, or your mental constitution, et cetera, et cetera. What was Rupert Sheldrake referring to? Probably scalar energy. I can't speak for him, but I'll let him speak for himself. But when I hear, heard his term morphic field and he described it, if you will, I believe as being non-physical. Well, that hits the nail on the head. So many of these people, many of these theorists are, are theorizing about this other dimension, scalar energy, it's not electricity. So you, in order to interpret scalar energy, you need a new physics books, you need a new language to describe this new science. Right. Here's, a, here's an example, this is a mouse, okay? A hundred years ago, a mouse referred to a rodent. Yes. The new science, computer science, a mouse is something you want in your house, right. okay? A hundred years ago, you probably would not want a mouse. Oh, even or, now, or, or, <laughs> we don't want the other kind. <laughs> right. So the, the point is the new science begs a new definition. It's a new language. Right, right. So, you know, tell us a little bit more about mental, let's go to mental health, which again, we all know is not really a separate thing from physical health, emotional health, spiritual health, whatever. But when we have diagnosed mental health conditions, things like depression, anxiety, PTSD, ADHD, you know, all these different things. What have you seen with your clients as far as shifts or changes with using the scalar technology? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've seen uh, significant improvement in some, but I, I can't give that as a blanket statement. What is scalar energy? It's, it's, it's the energy of God, I believe. I believe it's divine. And I believe it does correct our seven chakras that are composed of scalar energy. So I have seen uh, people with depression and their depression is lifted or improved or at least assuaged in some way. Um, attention deficit disorder, have I seen improvement in some people? Yes. Bipolar disorder, some people say yes. The, the, the chakra balancing that I, that I administer has improved their bipolar disorder or schizophrenia. Mm -hmm. or, or some people are, are just moody or, or they're given to procrastination. It improves their disposition. It gives them more drive or it gives them a greater sense of direction or clarity. Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, it's not me. Mm -hmm. It's the energy. The energy is healing. And if the energy is divine, then it's God's divine healing. And that's, that's my statement. Mm -hmm. That's my statement. This energy is self-directed. It's divine, and it's the energy, it's the light of God that will heal people, including with, with, with some psychological uh, issues, some psychological conditions. Yeah. I often have had this sense, you know, as someone who practices energy medicine, um, that when I'm working with someone, I often feel like it's not me, my ego, you know, that's doing the work. It's almost like there's something coming through me. It's like the healing energy or consciousness or whatever you want to call it is coming through me and and just saying or moving or doing one particular thing that then the 
client responds to and their whole energy field shifts. It's like you just click that one little molecule or something and now the whole thing rearranges itself. Yeah, very good. I, I've had some people report that after a month or two of scalar sessions, they've been able to give up cigarettes or they're, they're no, they no longer procrastinate or they're much happier. Their depression was lifted or they have greater mental clarity. Some people say that they've given up drugs, recreational drugs. Now, mind you, I'm not a counselor. Uh, I'm not a health coach. I'm not a drug counselor. It's the energy that does the healing. Yeah, we're really rebalancing all those imbalances that come from living life here um, with the intensity of the stress and the toxins and the right, the traumas and everything we go through. That's what really disrupts our energy field. And you're offering a possible, you know, um, healing way to work with those imbalances, right, to assist in because when you restore, it's like the principles of traditional Chinese medicines. If you can restore that proper energy flow to the body, the chi, then the body heals itself, right? Yes, yes. The body heals itself. That's the beauty. Well, I mentioned this is self-directed, meaning what? It's not me. It, the, we all possess that scalar energy within us. And I want people to take, to take greater credence of, of their ability to heal themselves or at least be in, in communion with God so that God could produce this healing. You, you, you don't necessarily need to get your, your healing from a, from a pharmaceutical company. Right, right. Um, so let me ask you this, Tom, what's your vision for the future? I mean, both with your own work, where would you like <laughs> to see it go, as well as sort of the bigger picture, you know, with uh, 50, 10, 20, 50 years down the road, like where do you see this all going? Let, let's think big, okay? And I like your, I like that question. <clears throat> My instrument can easily work with a million, two million photographs a day. We, we miniaturize these photographs, meaning what? We could provide scalar energy healing to a million, two million people a day. So in, in a few days, in a week or so, we could work with and cure everybody in the city of Chicago. In a week or two, we could cure everybody in, in a small country, if you will. That's where we're going with this. You, know, you, you don't have to come to a clinic. It's all quantum healing. And I don't do the work, but my instrument can do the work of a, of a million physicians, of a million nurses. And I stand by that statement. So this, this is a game changer. This is the multiplier effect. In other words, if I received a million photographs a day, those people could have a pathogenic cleansing. If the, whoever had herpes out of those 1 million people they would be, that herpes virus would be eradicated, would be, they would be cured of herpes in that one day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, wow. That makes That's, me think of COVID and everything we have going on. Have you been working with, with that at all? Yes, I have, I have. We have had great success with COVID. Now, again, keep in mind, I only work with people by way of their photograph and their photograph carries a signal of COVID. Mm -hmm. And I've been able to detect COVID-19 and negate COVID-19 all done in the quantum field. Okay, keep in mind, this is non-physical. So I'm working with the information system found on a photograph. And a photograph does, does carry that information of COVID and I can negate that information field or break it apart or disassemble it or cure it, face it, call it what you will. And we can remove that, that COVID-19 signal, that signature, all done in the quantum field and very real and very much that new and, and emerging science that is so poorly understood. Yeah. 
Would you like to see these instruments in the hands of more practitioners, more healers, doctors, <laughs> hospitals? Like, what do you think? It, it, it would have to be a, a very conscientious group, and it would have to be a, you know, a very high-minded group of people. Right now, I'm not in the position to, uh, to fabricate these instruments. It's, it's tough enough just running one laboratory. So I, I don't want to get into the, uh, into the distribution model. Mm -hmm. Got it. Got it. But you definitely see this as being the future of healing. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And, I, and, and to further that, Tesla was, was on the verge of giving the world free energy by way of scalar energy. Remember, it's, it's from the sun and the stars. So you don't have to produce this energy. Mm -hmm. Sunlight and starlight is free. All you have to do is capture and control it. So what, what will be one of the advances of, of scalar energy? One of the benefits in the future? Free energy for mankind. It will be sunlight, starlight for free. Free distribution, free energy for the world. And, and consider what that will do for mankind. Wow. It's really fascinating stuff. So, Tom, if people want to find out more about your programs, about your work, where can they go? Sure. The website is scalarlight.com. Uh, you visit the website. We offer anybody in the world 15 days of free scalar energy treatments, 15 days. Remember, you're going to email us your photograph. So on the homepage, you'll see instructions. If you're so inclined, send us your photographs. You can send your family members. You can send your pets. We will work with you for free for 15 days. Awesome. What a generous offer. So, and we'll be sure to include that in the show notes Please. Um, so people can easily find you. Any final thoughts you want to leave us with? Thank you for this opportunity to, to present this new and emerging science to your audience. Thank, thank you. you so much for being willing to share it. And thank you, everybody who has tuned in today. If you have enjoyed this episode, please do click like, comment, share with others so that we can get this information out there in the world so more people know that there are so many other ways to approach healing, including healing for mental health issues beyond the traditional Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in and check us out next time on Kaleidoscope of Possibilities. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Kaleidoscope of Possibilities, Alternative Perspectives on Mental Health. This has been Dr. Adriana Popescu. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe and share with others. To find out more about me, my guests, and more, please visit my website at adrianapopescu.org. See you next time.